Hey guys, welcome to The Message. Really excited to be able to share with you all today. Have you been enjoying our River of God series? Yeah. Come on, I've been loving it. And we talked about the four different, well, today will be the fourth one, but the different levels of the River of God. Sadly, today is the final installment of the season. If you missed any of the other ones, make sure you check out YouTube uh, for all your needs. You'll find them there. But we originally, we talked about this river of God flowing out of the temple and uh, this guy named Ezekiel, he was shown this vision of this water flowing from the temple of God. And first of all, it came up to our feet. And we talked about that that was uh, release talking about letting go, talking about forgiveness. And then the water came up to our knees and we talked about us, you know, kind of like human strength versus God's strength, actually learning to trust and rely on God rather than on my own strength. And then we talked about the river coming up to our waist, which was our core, who are we, identity, our values, our purity, our sexuality. We talked about that level of the river. And so today we are talking about the final level of the river, which is over our heads. The river is going to be over our heads. It is so much river that we can't stand. And so that's what it talks about in Ezekiel verse 47. Uh, sorry, chapter 47, verse 5. It says, Then he measured another 1,750 feet, and the river was too deep to walk across. It was deep enough to swim in, but it was too deep to walk through. Today's message I've called In Over Our Heads with the Holy Spirit. Yay. <laughs> and so I love what it talks about here. It's not like saying like the, the water was like these white water rapids and it's going to sweep you away and you're going to drown. No, no. It was just simply too deep. It was over the head. You could still swim in the river, but you couldn't stand because the river was so high. It was so much of the river of God. And so Jesus in the New Testament, he actually talks about this river, living water, rivers of living water flowing from within us. So let's read in John chapter 7, uh, verse 37 to 38. It says, On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare rivers of living water will flow from within him flow from his heart. So Jesus is saying, hey, anybody, anyone today, anyone watching today, you can have access to the river of God. You can jump in to the river of God. And this river of God is not just something that we go in and out of. The river of God comes into us. When we believe in Jesus, we receive the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit allows that rivers, those rivers of living water to flow from the inside out. So that we will never be thirsty again. So that we will never be dry again so that we would always have a source of sustenance, a source of refreshment, living water from within us. So I want to read a story in Acts chapter 2 where we have this scene or the first time where people were filled with the Holy Spirit. 
So let's read in Acts chapter 2. I'm going to break it up into a couple of sections because it's quite a long piece of scripture. So we're going to break it up and we're going to go bit by bit. Are you ready? You guys love the Bible? Yeah, me too. <laughs> so Acts chapter 2 verse 1 says, On the day of Pentecost, all the believers were meeting together in one place. So it was like they were having a church service or something or maybe a connect group, but they were meeting together. They were praying together. They were praising God together and God shows up. Boom. Suddenly, there was a sound from heaven like the roaring of a mighty windstorm and it filled the house where they were sitting. So just imagine you're just sitting in this house and then boom, it's like thunder crack all around you. And it's like, what is going on? And then it says then, what looked like flames or tongues of fire appeared and settled on each one of them. Things are getting a little bit interesting. And everyone present was filled with the Holy Spirit and began speaking other languages as the Holy Spirit gave them this ability. So they get filled with the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit gives them a new ability or new gifts. We call these things gifts of the Holy Spirit. And one of them is called tongues, which is immediately what these people experienced. Now, the interesting thing about this or about tongues in general is that it's not just some like gibberish or just random words or sounds thrown together and doing something strange. No, no, no. Tongues, it's like it talks about here, is different languages. Languages that I don't know how to speak, you don't know how to speak. But what happens with tongues is our spirit talks to God directly. It bypasses our brain, our thinking, and cries out to God directly. Now, the really cool thing about this is like, imagine these people in this house, kind of like in the city, there's other people around, other people. It's a bustling time of day. And so these people outside of the house hear a commotion from inside of the house. And this place, this area, Jerusalem, was a melting pot of all kinds of different cultures, languages, uh, customs. So there was people from many different nations gathered in this area that the disciples were gathered in. And these people began to hear their language coming from this random house like why is my language being said in this house so you can imagine this drew a lot of curiosity and so people began to flock towards this place where the disciples were meeting and then Peter he is filled right he got filled with the Holy Spirit and so another incredible great thing that happens sometimes when we get filled with the Holy Spirit is this kind of spirit of boldness, this spirit of confidence. And the Lord speaks through us. They use us. He uses us and to be able to speak to the people around. And this is exactly what happened to Peter in Acts chapter 2, verse 14. It says, Then Peter stepped forward with the 11 other apostles and shouted to the crowd, Listen carefully, all of you, fellow Jews and residents of Jerusalem. So not just Jewish people, but there was all kinds of people present here today. Make no mistake about this. These people, he's talking about himself, these people are not drunk, as some of you are assuming. Nine o'clock in the morning is much too early for that. So the people listening, the only explanation, the only human explanation that they could come up with was these people were drunk. <laughs> but Peter's like, yo, guys, it's nine o'clock in the morning. Don't you think it's a little bit too early to be hitting the uh, the booze? 
But uh, these guys, they have no explanation for what happens when we get filled with the Holy Spirit. And so they weren't drunk on wine. They weren't drunk on alcohol. They had the Holy Spirit that was filling them. And so Peter says, no, what you see was predicted long ago by the prophet Joel. And this is what the prophet Joel said back in the day. Peter takes this excerpt from the Old Testament and says, In the last days, God says, I will pour out my spirit, my river upon all people. Some people, the elite, the chosen ones, Anakin, no, on all people, all right? Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. And in those, in those days, I will pour out my spirit or even on servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. Come on. I love this scripture so much because this encourages me today, living in 2022, that God's spirit, God's river is still flowing, that it's not ending, that God wants to bring more and more people in. God wants to give His Holy Spirit to more and more people. And we can be a part of what God is doing in our generation, in our city, our location, whatever, wherever you are. God wants to use you. God wants to bring you into an experience the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of the river of God. And it's for everybody, all people. Like I said, not just for the special or the chosen or the elite or those who are more holy than thou. Like it's not for those people. It's for everybody, no matter what your background is, who your parents are, where you grew up, what language you speak, the bad things that you've done, the things that you've said, it does not matter because God's Spirit, the Holy Spirit, is for all people. Come on. That means for you and for me, we all have the opportunity to receive God's Spirit. And uh, we see the results of this Spirit in just a bit, we're going to read what happens after because practically these people hearing these things are like, well, this is crazy. But then we actually see some real life change happen in this story. I love it. So verse 37, it says, Peter's words pierced their hearts and they said to him and to the other apostles, brothers, what should we do? This, is sounds, this sounds really great. What you're talking about, we want what you have. There's this X factor. There's something different that you have that we don't have and we want it. What do we do? So Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. This promise is to you, to your children, and to those far away. All, again, right, all who have been called by the Lord our God. Then Peter continued preaching for a long time, strongly urging all his listeners, save yourselves from this crooked generation. And those who believed what Peter said were baptized and added to the church that day, about 3,000 in all. Come on. This is called real life change. When God gets a hold of people, when we receive the Holy Spirit, our lives are radically, automatically changed. 
And that's what we see here in this incredible story. So Peter says, what well, all you need to know is that you need to believe in Jesus. Jesus loves you. He died for you. He died on a cross, a terrible death, but he rose again three days later and he's alive today. And just like the people in this story, they believed in Jesus. They repented and they were able to receive the Holy Spirit. Come on, the same then is for today. For you watching today, if you don't yet know Jesus, then you too can also receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. And I love that 3,000 people got baptized. And I want to encourage anyone watching today, if you do believe, but you haven't got baptized yet, I really strongly encourage you to get baptized because this is an incredible gift, an incredible blessing to your life. And I know that there can be roadblocks and there can be some struggles that come with that. But come on, guys, let's make sure that we get baptized because we want all that God has to offer for us. We want to dive all the way into the river of God. And uh, I'm really excited to see more and more people getting baptized here in Tokyo where, where I live. But wherever you live, let's believe, let's be praying that we'll see more and more people get baptized. Because I'm looking forward to the day where we're going to see 3,000 people get baptized in one day. Like, can you imagine? Like, this day starts at 9 a.m. And I can just imagine that this was just a party day. This was just a celebration that throughout the whole, like, because think about 3,000 people is a lot of people to get through, right? And there was like, I don't know, like 12, 12 guys, 11 guys. Maybe there was others that were helping baptizing. Maybe those that got baptized then like turned around and baptized the person next to them. I don't know how it worked, but I just believe that whole day was just people celebrating, people getting set free, people getting healed, people finding fulfillment, people getting new dreams and visions. It was all happening and the same can happen for us today. And so I got two questions for you guys today. You ready? The first question is, are you expecting God to move today? Are you expecting God to move? Because sometimes we can read these stories or we can hear these stories in the Bible and be like, yay, good for them. <laughs> 2,000 years ago. Yay. Great job, guys. Like, you did it. <laughs> but what about today? What about 2022? Guys, can I tell you, can I encourage you that the same that was happening then is still happening today? I believe in the same God that was then that He is today. He is the risen Savior and He is moving in a powerful way. A few uh, a month or two ago, we had our summer camp here in Tokyo. And let me tell you, the Holy Spirit showed up that the river of God was flowing. We saw an incredible amount of 150 young people come to this camp. Most of them are new, there for the first time. We had people getting saved. We had people getting free. We had people getting healed. People getting new dreams, new visions for their life, new purpose for their life. And we had baptized 17 people at this summer camp. Come on! It was incredible. It was amazing. It was a reminder to me to always stay fresh, to always keep believing and keep expecting that God can do miracles, that God is a supernatural God and that He does incredible things. And so for those of you watching, maybe you didn't get to come to summer camp, maybe you live in different cities, different countries, whatever. But it's not just, you know, confined to summer camp. 
The same God is where you are. The same Holy Spirit that I have, you have. (laughs) And wherever we find ourselves, the Holy Spirit is with us. The river of God goes where we go. And so I want to encourage you where you live, in your setting, in your situation, be praying, be invested. Like it might not be summer camp, but maybe there's ways that we can get involved with the dream teams. There's ways that we can serve on Sunday. There's ways that we can serve outside of that, maybe connect groups. Maybe there's ways that you can serve with your resources, with your time, with your finances. There are so many ways that we can impact the world around us for the kingdom of God. It's not just summer camp. It's not just Tokyo. It's where you are. The Holy Spirit is with you and the river of God wants to flow out from you. Isn't that exciting? But guys, we're going to be expecting it. We're going to be ready for it. We're going to be saying, yes, God, move in my life, move in my city, move in my situation. And so I'm really believing that we're going to see more of this. I live in Japan, so I'm believing this for Japan. Where do you live? Are you believing this for where you live? Come on, guys, let's be believing this together. And the second and last question I want to ask you all today is, do you want to go deeper into the river of God? Because this is the good news about the river of God is that there's always more, that it never ends. The river never runs out. It never runs dry. There's always more that we could have. So no matter what level you might think yourself as, maybe you're at like that first level where the water is up to your ankles, up to your feet, and you're struggling with forgiveness or letting go of some things from the past. That's totally fine, but there's always more. Maybe you feel like the water's up to your knees and you're struggling with giving God control, allowing God to speak into your life, giving Him authority over your life. Maybe we're struggling with that area. Come on. There's always more. Maybe the river is up to your waist and you're you're wondering about your identity, maybe about your sexuality, maybe wondering who you are. Who, Who is this person? Who am I at the core of my being? Maybe there were some things that happened in the past in the sexual area, maybe mistakes or some stuff that happened that wasn't your fault. And we're getting healing. I can, you know, I'm believing that God wants to heal you from those things today. And maybe you are like swimming in the river of God. Hey, there is always more river for us who believe. And I want to encourage you guys that let's not get satisfied with where we are today. That there's always more, that God wants to bring more miracles. God wants to bring more blessing. God wants to bring more breakthrough, more healing, more freedom. God is a God of more, and you can experience more of God in your life today. And like I said, I really want to say again, if anyone who hasn't been baptized yet, I would strongly encourage you to consider getting baptized. Because baptism is basically simply being immersed in water. That's literally what the word baptism means. It means to put in water. And doesn't that sound like the river of God? That when we go into the river of God, the old life is washed away and God gives us a new life. When He gives us His Holy Spirit, He gives us a new life. And we can experience the baptism of God in the the physical water baptism, but also there's a baptism of the Holy Spirit 
which is what these folks were feeling and experiencing in Acts 2, where the Holy Spirit comes upon them and impacts them in a powerful way. And when I was 18 years old, I was in uh, my final year in high school. And uh, in Japan, in 2011, we had a, the big earthquake uh, up in the Tohoku region where there was a tsunami and uh, one of the biggest earthquakes ever on record in the world. And I remember being an 18-year-old at that time and really being kind of doubtful to God. Like, God, why would you allow this to happen? Like, is this, is this your plan? Like, what's going on here, God? And so as I was processing some of these thoughts and some of these emotions, I remember our class, my, my final year, we went to this, uh, this school trip to Thailand. Now in Thailand, uh, there's no tectonic plates, right? Japan, we live on the edge of a tectonic plate. So we get a lot of earthquakes in Japan. But Thailand, it's kind of landlocked. It's kind of nothing really happens. So earthquakes are very rare. But guess what happened while we were in Thailand? We had an earthquake in Thailand. And I remember thinking like, what on earth is going on here? This is crazy. And it was the, the I think the, 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 the most I've ever doubted God in my life was in that moment where I was like, really God, are you, is this real? Like, are you real? Like, where, where's your plan? Right? You know, like, where's all this stuff that you talk about, this plan for a hope and a future and all this? Like, where, where is that God? And I remember seeing like, you know, looking into like one of my other friends, like looking into his eyes and just seeing despair because we were all kind of in this shell shock of this first earthquake. And now we're experiencing the shaking again. And I was just like, what is going on? But we went to a, a Christian school. And so like the, the principal, she came to me and she was like, Monty, play some worship music. Like get your guitar out and play some worship music. And I was like, uh, I don't know, I don't, don't really feel like playing. So I was like, hey, you, this guy, play some worship music. <laughs> so this other dude gets the guitar out and he starts playing worship music. Um, but during that time, I just, I just felt God. And it was the strongest I had ever experienced God in my life. It was probably the most physical experience of God in my life. And I was just like bawling my eyes out. This wasn't like, you know, like a manly cry, like one tear, pat. One tear, and I was like, good. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It wasn't a manly cry. It was an ugly cry. Like every hole in my face, there was some sort of liquid coming out of it. All right, this was like ugly cry. And I'm 18 years old. There's girls there that I want to impress, and I'm ugly crying on the floor. In front of me. <laughs> that was a good time. But uh, yeah, I was getting wrecked, and I really felt. The, the presence of God, I felt the river of God touch me in this moment. It was like this liquid honey. It was warm and it was thick. And I felt it from my head just slowly flowing down over my body. And I was just had like, you know, like the, the tingles, uh, goosebumps, whatever you call them. And I was ugly crying. And in this moment of ugly cry, I felt the Lord speak to me the clearest I have ever heard the voice of God. It wasn't like an audible voice, but it was in my heart and it was so clear and it was very simple. And God simply said, Monty, because God always calls us by name. He said, Monty, I love you 
and I will never leave you. <laughs> not worthy. Oh, God. I love you so much, God. <laughs> like, two minutes ago, I was like, God, are you real? And, like, next minute, I'm like, I love you so much, Lord. Uh, but it was real. And in that moment, I made a decision that I want to use my life, no matter how, no matter what skills I have, no matter what talents, no matter anything that I have, I want to use what I have to help build the kingdom of God, to help build the church. And that is still my driving force for my life is that I still just want to use whatever I can, whatever I can do, whoever I can help. I want to be able to do that for the glory of God. And God touched me that day. And I felt like I was baptized in the Holy Spirit. And that is the river of God. And so maybe you're listening to this today and you're thinking, you know, I haven't had that kind of experience before. Or I don't actually know what you're talking about at all, Monty. Well, I have great news for you. It's because we're going to pray in a moment. And I'm going to pray that you too can experience the Holy Spirit, the power of the Holy Spirit, the gifts of the Holy Spirit, abilities of the Holy Spirit, that you would be refreshed, that you would be renewed. And I just want to finalize, finally read this scripture in Ezekiel 47, verse 6 to 9. This is after Ezekiel had been shown the levels of the river. The Lord took him back to see the river. And the Lord asked him, Have you been watching, son of man? Are we watching, guys? Are we looking? Are we ready? Are we expecting the Lord to move? Then he led me back along the riverbank. When I returned, I was surprised by the sight of many trees growing on both sides of the river. Then he said to me, This river flows east through the desert into the valley of the Dead Sea. The waters of the stream will make the salty waters of the Dead Sea fresh and pure. There will be swarms of living things living Wherever the water of this river flows, fish will abound in the Dead Sea, for its waters will become fresh. Life will flourish wherever the water flows. See, the Dead Sea is called the Dead Sea because it's dead. (laughs) One plus one is two, right? (laughs) The Dead Sea is so salty. The amount of salt in the sea cannot sustain life. And sometimes as we go through life, we allow salt to build up in our hearts. We allow things and hurts and disappointments and bitterness to build up in our hearts sometimes. But you know what? The river of God, when we allow the river of God to flow in us, to flow through us and out of us, God washes away the saltiness that builds up in our hearts and He will bring fresh streams, life-giving streams, streams that will be able to change the way that we are and the way that we can have an influence and an impact on those around us. So guys, I want to pray for us all today that we would experience the river of God in a fresh way today. So if you feel comfortable, if you can, why don't you raise your hands with me and we're going to pray together. Yes, God, we thank you so much for today. We thank you that you are the Lord of the river, that you give us your Holy Spirit, that rivers of living water can flow from deep within us, that they would overflow from 
within us to the world around us, God. I pray that we would be fountains of the river of God, that we would be able to just wherever we go, the river of God can flow to those around us. I pray that we would be an impact to those around us. And I pray for anyone that has had maybe some salt building up in their life, God, I pray that you would just get rid of that in Jesus' name. The hurts from the past be healed in Jesus' name. The disappointments be gone in Jesus' name, that we would today be refreshed in your river, God. And I pray for anyone who has not yet maybe experienced the fullness of your Holy Spirit. They haven't experienced uh, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, God. I pray today that they would experience that, that they would prophesy, that they would speak in tongues, God, that they would have boldness and courage and faith that would just be able to exceed their understanding, their wildest dreams, God. I pray you fill us with more dreams and visions. If any dreams and visions that we had had died, I pray your river flow through the desert, through the Dead Sea, so that we would be able to come alive again. I pray you help us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. And lastly, for anyone who maybe hasn't ever jumped into the river of God, maybe you never made a decision to believe in Jesus or you're used to, but you've fallen away. I want to give you the opportunity today to jump in, to receive Jesus, to receive the Holy Spirit. So I'm going to count to three. I'm going to say now. And if that's you, if you want Jesus, if you want rivers of living water that will never leave you dry, when I say now, I'm going to ask you to make that decision. And we're going to pray. Ready? Three, two, one, now. Why don't you make that decision in your heart now? Come on. Hey, let me just pray for you that made that decision. Yeah, God, I thank you for these amazing people jumping into the river today. God, I pray that you fill them with your love, with your life, and with your Holy Spirit. I pray from this day on that rivers of living water would flow from deep within them, that they would be changed, that the old life would be gone and the new life would be here today. I pray you help them in Jesus' name. Everyone said, Amen. Amen. Come on. Well, I hope you guys really enjoyed this River of God series. Like I said, if you missed any of them, you can always check them out on YouTube. Next week, we're going to be having a new series start up. It's going to be very exciting. So make sure you don't miss out. You subscribe, you hit the notifications, do all that good stuff. And we'll see you all next time. Have a good week, guys. Bye.